You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Good morning. It's Tuesday. It's The Big Show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Snowy out there. Pack your patience while you're driving. Ugh, gross. That's what 660 News is guaranteed saying in yeah. the traffic reports. Yeah, Back your patience boy, this morning. They love their alliterations, don't they? Yeah. It's right next to go F yourself in the suitcase. <laughs> um, just be careful out there this morning. It's not great. No. 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 It's not as bad as it was last week when it was yeah. like Snowmageddon type stuff. But, right. But this is not, it's not fun. It's not conducive to a lot of activities. Um, you know what I've noticed in this beautiful city this week? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I almost fall in like numerous times walking to work. Yeah. Because it's icy. Yeah. And then like walking home, it's like it's a slush fest. Yeah. How long does that last? Oh, it'll be off and on till probably April now. Okay. Where it gets like this, where you'll get, you know, a couple centimeters of snow and it'll be cold and then some sort of a Chinook or a a heat wave will come through, mm-hmm. get things right back to zero, melt down, get really mucky, and then it'll be like that for about a week, and then it'll probably snow again and rinse and repeat until You know I'm thinking about April. the golf courses, right? Yeah. This is important snow for them. Okay. A lot of... Got to load up the water table? Yeah. 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 They do. Did they teach you that in school, Alex, about the water table? No. No, what is the water see, table? Exactly. It's the water that's underground. Youth these days, man. They just don't get it. But there's How's water your geography, Alex? Okay, actually, like, countries, I'm pretty good. What do you mean you're pretty good with countries? Well, I, I was a FIFA guy, right? So I kind of... Ah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that... But school taught you nothing about geography. No, no. Okay. Not at all. Because I was thinking that we should do... Because you're all younger gentlemen, mm-hmm. and especially Alex is the youngest guy in our show. Patrick, you're you're a younger gentleman as well. Thirty one. Yeah, you and Maddie are like almost the same age, but Alex is younger. I was thinking about having like a '90s trivia thing. Yeah, all right, and see how you guys do. And I don't think I don't think Alex is going to do particularly well. He's going to have to study a lot. No, no studying. <laughs> Opening up the, te- no, the no, history no, textbooks. No, 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 no studying. Like a '90s trivia thing, we should do. Oh, I'd be down. Technically, I'm a '90s kid, so that's what I mean. Yeah, late '90s. Yeah, late, late 90s. <laughs> um, speaking of trivia, uh, Impossible Flames trivia is back today. Oh, good. And I, uh, the last question I had was nearly impossible. Yeah, it was. No, it was not nearly. It, it was, was impossible. It, it was, was It was three former Calgary Flames players who played uh, with a Lady Bing winner who only won the Lady Bing once <laughs> in their careers. That was the, the answer to the impossible trivia the first time we did it. Today is maybe 1% easier. It's actually not as impossible as the first one. Oh, yeah. It's extremely difficult. But I'm going to, you're going to have to try to connect three former and current Calgary Flames. Hmm. Okay. And we'll do that at 8.30. And then that's your chance to win some tickets to the fifth annual wing-off in support of Kidsport Calgary at Cowboys. My favorite part of Impossible Flames trivia is finding out that there's usually multiple answers to the question. 
because the listeners go through such extents to research and try and yeah. find what the link is yeah. that they inevitably find some other random link that you had not stumbled upon. Right. Like, I think the last time we did it, like, they, it was the Lady Bing link, but they had all at some point been also coached by a Sutter. Yeah. So I, there was a multiple answer there. Yeah. And I, I love when we just find these other random connections yeah. between certain players because our listeners just want to find the answer. Y- you will never be able to Google this. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the point, Yeah, right? you will never be able to Google you it. You would have to sit down for a, a good hour yeah. and just comb over fact sheets and record books and have at her. Yeah, um, we're going to do that at 830. Impossible Flames trivia. Um, we also got some audio to play soon. Elliot Friedman talking about what the Flames potentially could do at the deadline, mm-hmm. which is super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a jam-packed show. Um, David Panyota joining us at the top of the next hour from the fourth period. Um, he's very dialed in. He's like, um, he's a very low-key insider that a lot of people... He's not Elliot Friedman. He's not Bob McKenzie. You know, he's not one of those guys. He's kind of in that but, Strickland. But he that, no, Yeah, but he knows what's up. Especially with some of those, like, New York teams. He knows what's up. There's a handful of markets that you look to and you say, yeah, that guy's got yeah, a lot. He's on dialed it. in. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to join us at 7 o'clock. We're going to talk about some rumors around the NHL still uh, with the trade deadline. Uh, where's Gavrikov going? Because I, like, I, I couldn't sleep last night. Yeah, is that why you couldn't about- sleep? Thinking about Gavrikov. Um, big Russian defenseman. Yeah. Go. Anthony Stewart uh, from the NHL on Sportsnet. Uh, played in the NHL. Is going to join us at 730. Going to ask Stewie too. Uh, what the hell are the Leafs doing with Jake McCabe? And giving up a fortune to get Jake McCabe. And Sam Lafferty. Okay. Sam Lafferty was going to fetch at least a second or a first round pick at the deadline. Okay. Sure. Um, we're just ask, collecting third yeah. pair defensemen and we'll, bottom six forwards. We'll ask like Dewey, it's going out of style. What's going on there? And uh, our friend Julian McKenzie at eight o'clock. Tee up the Flames and Bruins tonight down at the Dome. What blew you away more? What the Leafs gave up for McCabe and Lafferty, or what the Lightning gave up for Tanner Janot? Um, at least I've heard of Tanner Janot. You know, <laughs> like he's. He's, he was he's, like a Calder like nominee a, last yeah, year. Like he scored like player. 25 goals. He yeah. Fights every heavyweight yeah. in the league. Like Jake McCabe on the Blackhawks was just forgotten in a sea of mediocrity. We watched the Blackhawks play two pretty good games against the Flames, frankly. Yeah. And uh, didn't notice him once. No. Don't even know if he played in both games. Yeah. Like I, that's why I'm like, who? Sam Lafferty? Yeah. Noticed him a couple times. You know, good four checker. One of those guys who just like, man, he just, he's. Pain to play against. Like he's not going to move the needle offensively. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think you'd enjoy playing against him very much. Um, I watched uh, some of that Oilers. Actually, I watched a lot of that Oilers and Bruins game last night. Mm, as did very I. entertaining. Um, Connor McDavid scoring fifty. Can that guy put at least a smile on his face holding the fifty puck? <laughs> like, okay, Connor, I know you lost. Like, can you even smile anymore? Does he even like playing hockey anymore? I He's don't so know. serious about everything now. Yeah, I know he did a little pump when he scored his 50, but the 49th didn't even crack a smile after Drysaddle gave him that beautiful stretch pass, comes and beats Swayman through the legs, doesn't even crack a smile. All business. Like, why don't, why don't you be a little more like Jacob Pelche when you score a goal, Connor? I I do love when Jacob Pelche yeah, scores. Nobody gets excited. more excited than Jacob Pelche. Yeah. And I like that because there's pure joy. Because Connor knows the weight of being Connor McDavid. 
Like, I got to win a Stanley Cup, and I'm super serious about it. But it's like maybe a smile once in a while. 50 goals in, what is it, 60 games, 61 games? The fastest since Mario did it in 96. And I think at that point, you just become almost numb to it. I got to go out. I got to put the team on my back. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is he was probably very aware that they were definitely not out of the woods. Yeah. Um, But, again, a little smile on your face. So you're hearing reports that the Oilers... (laughs) The Oilers are interested in Joel Edmondson. Please, Edmonton, make that deal. Get Joel Edmondson on your blue line. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds they're, like they're that's interested cooled in down Matthias a lot. Ekholm. Yeah, okay, we understand that. But they're also interested in Joel Edmondson. Please make those two deals. And what the biggest takeaway I had from last night's game, and we'll get uh, probably Stewie's take on this too, um, outside of the McDavid-Drysidle combo, they had nothing against the Bruins yesterday. They were generating zero. Zero. Yeah, Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Zach Hyman are having a good season, but non-factor last night. Yeah, you listen. This, this, I'm not surprised. Like as much as watching Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle do their thing is fun. Yeah, like there's there's nothing on the bottom half of the roster that makes anybody shake in their boots yeah. or or just worries any team that's in a playoff position. Like. Shutting down McDavid is hard, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, of course. Can confirm. Um, mm-hmm. And we saw that uh, Brad Marchand had to leave because it looked like he got clipped in the leg by Darnell Nurse's skate, and it looked very serious because the way he just ran off the ice and ran right down the tunnel. And, then they, and, even the, Louis, and they get the Oilers doctors yeah. over and everything. And, 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 like, and even Ooh. Louis DeBrus said on the bench they were doing the stitches sign mm-hmm. on the bench. Um, I don't know why it isn't mandatory for each guy having to wear the Kevlar socks. Yeah, I I feel like it's inevitable. Like it's one of those things. It was, it's and a again, PA I'm thing, right? I'm old. I'm old enough to remember when there was pushback for visors that everybody had to wear a visor mandatory. Now you come into the league, you have to wear a visor. Mm-hmm. Like I don't understand why you don't wear the Kevlar socks underneath. I think that a lot of people are. I no, think they are. A lot of the kids that come into the league are. Sure, I but think that it's if one I'm of, a team and I have a like, what if Brad you Marchand know, was lost for the next three months because he got cut in the leg last night? Yeah, the same way that some teams mandate the shot blockers. Yeah, like I, I don't know why they don't wear them. I, it's a comfort thing, I guess. Some guys, I don't know. I've never some, worn them before. Some guys I rock don't know the if they're barefoot comfortable or not, and I get that. But maybe that's something we what, should look into. Or I'm maybe extremely particular just, about what I wear when I'm working out. I know, and I get it. And, and I get it because you're such an elite athlete, but I get it. No, that's the, my point is yeah. I'm not even close to an elite athlete. Right. And I'm very particular about what I wear when I'm working out, whether it's beer league or whether it's whatever, golf or going to the gym. Yeah. So I understand that, but I also understand why it hasn't been done. I don't know. You just say, hey, we're grandfathering it in. If you're joining the league, that's the way yeah. she goes now. It's a, like, it's just a safety factor. I thing. feel like it's on the way. Yeah. Because uh, Connor McDavid apparently wears, what, the same socks and they're like, they're just horrible looking. They look and again, like it's the most vile thing. Right. Like, now, what if Connor McDavid caught a skate, heaven forbid, cuts his leg, then what? Like, I just, it just feels an unnecessary injury because it's so dangerous out there and the game is so fast. It's just something that can be prevented. This year feels like there's been. feel like it's a lot to do. This year feels like there's been more skate blade injuries than usual. Yeah. The last couple of years, it feels like, like this yeah. year feels like we've had what? The Kane one, obviously. Yeah. But that was on his arm. Right? Yeah, and that was a significant one. Like, he had to miss, like, months of action. Yeah. Like, there's been a couple of significant ones. Yeah. 
And yeah, I don't know. Uh, we got a text. I don't blame Connor. Uh, you have to live in Edmonton. It sucks out your soul. Well, maybe that's true. Well, that's probably a that's fair probably point it to bring up. But yeah, like I, why not rock the Kevlar socks? Patrick Dumont, agree or disagree with that take? Uh, I agree. Like it just feels, and even last night, and again, I know the guys like to like their hair flowing in the in the warmies, mm-hmm. and I get it. Well, they're like, not allowed Drew to do that a, either. Yeah, Drew took a puck off the bean last night. Ugh. And, like, good thing he played because he had three apples and the Senators won a crucial game against the Red Wings. It was a year, a few years back. I was in warm-up oil. Like Taylor Hall took a puck to the face. Yeah. And uh, that was pretty scary. And I think that was what kind of, like, set off the whole, like, we got to start wearing lids and warm-up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But this just feels something that can be very preventable. 100%. In the NHL. Yeah. I'm sure it'll come It's a dangerous down. sport. Skates are sharp. Like, the thing is, you just need, you need incidents to get you to the point where you're like, oh, this is a problem. And this year we've seen it. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's tabled for some sort of governor's meeting or, you know, something. Um, We got lots to do, lots on the Calgary Flames. But I saw this story last night um, when I couldn't sleep, and I couldn't believe it. Like, it's one of those stories that shook me to my core. Mm -hmm. And then I had to read it, and then right away uh, the juices started flowing for Uh me. But I don't know if you saw it. I don't know if our listeners saw it. Mm-hmm. But NFL legend, Tom Brady. Don't know if you heard of him. <laughs> the GOAT. Apparently, this is, this, is, this is real. He's drawn up a game plan for a new career in stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. And his inner circle is trying to talk him out of it. So says RadarOnline.com. According to sources, quote, Tom was a terrific quarterback, but he needs to toss this idea before it's too late. Said a source who's heard the football star's material. As, quote, as a comic, he's strictly a water boy, added the insider. Apparently his ego's super inflated. Not surprising because he's Tom Brady. But after uh, when Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, and Rita Moreno gushed over him in that recent comedy flick, I haven't seen it, uh, 80 for Brady. Where he had a tiny, small role. Apparently, he's good in it. And sources had the experience left him feeling like an all-pro comic. Oh, boy. Um, apparently, he does a great impression of former teammate Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> and his over-the-top Boston accent is apparently hilarious. Oh, boy. You want to hear one of his jokes? No, but yeah, I, I actually do. Oh, yeah, you do. Uh, Alex, I, I got Alex to prepare some stuff for us, too. Oh, good. Uh, here's one of Tom Brady's jokes that he's going to use in his routine. What did the linebacker say to the flight attendant? What? Put me in, coach. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now it got me thinking. <laughs> I was gonna, th- I was gonna say maybe Connor McDavid stand up, but I would like to see Daryl Sutter do some stand up. Mm. Right. Like, I'd love to see Daryl Sutter do some stand-up. Please text us some Daryl Sutter stand-up material, 960-960, name and location. I wrote a couple jokes for Daryl Sutter. Did you? Yeah. Good. Um, good, good, good. Uh, I tapped Lindy on the shoulder to get him back out there just after he finished his shift. <laughs> I forgot to put Luch on the lineup card. That's another. That's it. That's. 
farming. Amazing industry, but I hope my kid doesn't choose this career as an option. <sighs> yeah, give us some Daryl Sutter those material. Are, those are really good. Yeah, Daryl Sutter material, 960, mm-hmm. 960, name and location. If Daryl Sutter, much like Tom Brady, was going to have a, a career in stand-up comedy, write us some material. 960, 960, name and location. Like, Tom Brady would be the last guy you'd think. Here's the thing. It doesn't surprise me that he thinks he's funny because he's the type of person that is in that elite echelon of human being that everything he says, people laugh at Mm -hmm. because it's Tom Brady. You know what? Oh, we just got a text. Tom Brady would never say something not funny and you'd be like, dude, that was, that was bad. Yeah. You'd be like, like like the way that I would like rip on you if you had a bad joke. Yeah. Which is, which happens all the time. Which happens all the time. Yeah. I would fake laugh a hundred percent in front of Tom Brady. <laughs> Good one, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that bum chin's handsome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would just applaud. We got a text. I feel like Sutter would be a little good old Stephen Wright, very dry and gravelly. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yep. Maybe 100%. Sutter's a comedic genius. I don't know. But write us some Daryl Sutter material, 960, 960, name and location. I'm excited to see what the fan base comes yeah, up I hope with. Th- I'm going to have th- to rack my brain. <laughs> Okay, Wedley. Wedley. Wedley's a hardcore listener to our show. Uh, P one, I believe, is the term. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who, who's a Pirates' favorite hockey player? Andre Kopitar. Daryl. What? That's not bad. That was quick. That's good pretty good. That was good. It's pretty good, Wedley. I like that. Nine sixty, nine sixty. Name and location. Oh, Give us some Daryl Sutter. Long morning. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Mike in the fail. My favorite Daryl Sutter joke would be our goaltending. Really stole us that game. See? Fans didn't like that one. No, keep them rolling in. 960, 960, name and location. (laughs) That's serious. Tom Brady wants to be a stand-up comic. That's terrifying to me. Yeah. You know who should open for Tom Brady? Like Dave Chappelle. And then Tom Brady comes out after. (laughs) Dave really warms up the crowd. Gets a lot of people upset over stuff because they don't listen to his routine and then Tom Brady jumps on. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, No, it wouldn't be great. Yeah. I'd be rattled. He does a great Gronk and he does a great Boston accent and I just gave you gold. That's the last thing I want to see. What did the flight attendant say to the linebacker? No, I know. It was very good. Put me in coach. Yes, coach because, yeah, Yeah. no. Terrible. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) What, What was that clip again, Alex? Hork. Yeah. yeah. Hork. Yeah. Yeah. That is, is Hork. <laughs> I can't believe Lou did say Hork yesterday at like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That was a good it's one. It's just one of those. I'm glad he really kept that a, as a drop. It's not really a curse word. It's just. It's vile. It's a, yeah. It's a, it's a tough one in the morning. It makes my skin crawl. I did come back with lung butter though. That. <laughs> <laughs> Alex gagged a little bit in the. After hearing that. I heard an audible sound from yeah. the other room. Someone didn't like that. Uh, 960, 960. Give us some Daryl Sutter stand-up material after apparently Tom Brady wants to get up into the stand-up game. That's really good for him. You have to really put yourself yeah. out there. But you know what? Like, He's Tom Brady. He thinks he can do anything. And why wouldn't he? I guess. And apparently this is all, this is all in an attempt to get Giselle back, too. Oh. Yeah. Um, this is real. He wants to be a stand-up comic. So he's not playing in the NFL this year, eh? He's, he's retired he could for be, real. He could be working the circuit. 
work in the circuit. Yeah, eh? you could see him. Should we go the... up to Blackfoot? Yeah, comedy club. He could be at the comedy store in and L.A. Yuck, Who knows? And yucking it up for everybody because Tom Brady's a legend. Is <laughs> at the Montreal Comedy Festival? Yeah. yeah, can't wait just for laughs with Tom Brady. Uh huh. Yeah, can't um, wait. Again, Peyton Manning's a pretty funny guy, or at least I think he is. Maybe he could be a stand-up comedian. Yeah, maybe Peyton could. Peyton is moderately funny, but yeah. he's, like, very dad funny. Yeah, which is fine. And Eli, I'm like, I don't know how funny you are. Like, I don't know if you get how funny you are. Yeah. They had a good SNL together. Yeah. They did. They, like, Peyton's SNL was good, it especially was good. when he was throwing the football at yeah. the kids and stuff. <laughs> the classic clip. I have, yeah, I don't know, man. Not many athletes can make the transition. There's like some guys that we see and they get into podcasting and you can listen to it. Like yeah. Jason Kelsey, hilarious dude. Travis Kelsey, <laughs> we'll find out. He's hosting uh, SNL this weekend. Uh, here's another Daryl Sutter one. Uh, Nick and Langdon, uh, what do the French guys on Pittsburgh drink before games? What? Latang. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Not bad. Keep them rolling just, in. Nice. just going to be <laughs> hockey player puns for the whole morning. I got to say, that's not bad. The Kopitar yeah. one was pretty good. You know what? Shout out Wedley. Got to yeah. get the ball rolling good somehow. Good job, Nick. Keep yeah. them rolling in. 960, Give us some Daryl Sutter stand-up material after apparently Tom Brady wants to jump into the stand-up comedy game. 960, 960, name and location. The Rose Report is straight ahead. How does Daryl Sutter relax after a stressful weekend? How? Heads to the farm and rolls up a Dylan... Dube. It's not bad. Thanks. But he wouldn't say that. I don't think so either. He probably calls them dubes. I I call them dubes. Yeah, okay. Um, I call him Dube, but... The Rose Report straight ahead. (laughs) Um, David Pagnota at the top of the hour. On NHL rumors. Um, lots of stuff to do. Anthony Stewart, NHL and Sports. I want to ask Stewie, too, about some of the stuff floating around. And how was it in the dressing room, like, prior to the trade deadline? Did guys, were they that nervous? Did they even care? Because they know it's a business, ultimately. We'll mm-hmm. get Stewie's thoughts sure. on that as well. Keep those Daryl Sutter stand-up material rolling in 960 I'm also infused with cannabis. Yes, 960-960. Name and location. Report Rose Report next. Big show. Russick and Rose. Sports at 960. The fan. Hey, it's Haley Salvian from The Athletic. For a look at the latest on your Calgary Flames and NHL news, go click and subscribe to the Hockey Central 960 podcast. While you're there, please rate and review the show. The Big Show. Russick and Rose. Sports at 960. The fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. I promise the guys, I go, and you listening too, thank you for listening. Uh, check out the podcast too. Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, wherever Kijiji, you get your favorite. Napster. Craigslist. Neopets. Wherever you, get, wherever you get your weird podcast, especially on Craigslist. Yeah. Because you can get anything. Hey, if you can't find a misconnection, at least try and find our podcast. Yeah. Um, Steven Seagal's trending on Twitter. Why? And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why later. But can don't I, look at can it. Can I look right now? No. Why? Just, it's worth it. Are you sure? Yes. Promise? I'm going to do it later in the show. Pinky promise? Yeah. You sure? I'm not going to reach it. No, Come on, I, do no, it. I can't touch. You know my hands are clean. <laughs> you know they're washed. and You know that my hands are washed and the, my whole workstation sanitized. Okay, fine. Whatever. So don't, and you listeners, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't look why Steven Seagal is trending this morning. 
I will tell you why later on. And maybe I'll play some clips. Some audio? Some classic Steven Seagal clips. Yay. Hooray. Yeah. Classic. Well, now I'm looking forward like, to Like Under Siege is one that. of those movies that when it's on, I got to watch it. <laughs> Patrick, Under Siege? Is yeah. It? Is that the one? Uh, where he's on the he's yeah. on the battleship. Yeah, battleship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows the cake scene too. Who's the girl in that one? Eric, Erica, yeah. uh, Anel, Elnia. I don't know. I can never say her yeah. last name. She used to be on Baywatch. Yes, she was. Yeah, she was. She was the one with the unibrow on Baywatch. <laughs> uh, what the hell's her name? Yeah, I can't say her last name. Tommy Lee Jones is in that too. Oh, he's great in that yeah. movie. Erica El, uh, Elanaki or El- yeah, exactly. Elanaki. Nobody knows how to say her last name. Uh, Steven Seagal's trending. We'll do that later. Also, Gary Busey. Yeah, Gary yeah, Busey's he's a bad guy. That too. Uh, Gary Busey loves the booger sugar. He's but, psycho. <laughs> Gary Busey. Okay, so uh, earlier in the 6 o'clock hour, I told you about Tom Brady wants to do stand-up. Uh, and we gave you some samples of jokes. Um, if Daryl Sutter were hit the stage as a stand-up comedian, give us some material. 960-960. There's some good ones coming in on the text line <laughs> there's some, there's some really good ones and really our sports net 960 uh the fan text reading robot texty mctexterson is going to read some of those also at 8 30 set your alarm do like a notification call your friends and family everyone you love and even your enemies because you should keep your enemies closer uh impossible flames trivia at 8 30 for you to win some tickets looking forward to it it's always very hard now do you want to have a competition with Patrick on who's going to get closer to the answer? <laughs> sure. Patrick? Sure. I bet he's going to smoke You me, guys but should that's bet fine. a coffee on who can get closer to the answer. Works for me. All right. Yes. Because Alex won't have a clue. No no disrespect to you, Alex. Alaniac. That's uh, from the okay, text line. Thank you. Alaniac. Thank you. Uh, everyone knows the cake scene in Under Siege. Um, yes. No disrespect to you, Alex, but I'm going to leave it up to... Our man, uh, Patrick Dumont and Matty Rose on Impossible Flames Trivia at 8.30. Again, your chance to win tickets to a wing-off at Cowboys in support of Kid Sport, which goes next Thursday, March 9th. So it's it's a big deal. Lots of delicious wings. We'll give you some tickets. Impossible Flames Trivia. What's going to happen is nobody's going to get it, and then we're just going to randomly pick a winner. Yeah. But you, have to, but you have to add your name and location. So we'll do that at 8.30. Uh, text everyone you love. To listen to Impossible <laughs> Flames trivia at eight thirty, but first, uh, lots going on in the sports last night. Uh, the Rose Report is brought to you by MotorWorks. <laughs> if you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by ten percent on Fifty First Ave and Third Street Southeast. Marty Rose, Matt Rose, Matt Rose, Adam Rose, Rose and Blue. Yeah, welcome inside. Morning report on a Tuesday. Flames welcome the NHL's best team, the Boston Bruins, to the Saddle Dome tonight. What could possibly go wrong? Eh? <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. We'll look at yesterday's results, today's schedule, standings, and a couple of trades as well. That plus Jay's raps and NFL note and more. So let's get after it. It is the Flames game day. They welcome the NHL's best Boston Bruins to the Saddle Dome. 7 o'clock puck drop tonight. Bruins coming off a 3-2 victory up the road in Edmonton yesterday. A league-leading 22nd road victory and 7th straight win. Looking over the uh, pack we get from Sportsnet Stats. Uh, not a whole lot of reasons to have confidence going into this evening. Uh, don't get scored on first. That is uh, important when you're facing the Bruins. They are 21-2. Uh, pardon me. They are 30-0-3. 
when they score the first goal in the game, they are also 21-2-2 against Western Conference opponents this season. I expect Linus Olmark to start, as it did turn out to be Jeremy Swayman getting the nod up in Edmonton yesterday. As for the Flames, they did practice yesterday. No Jacob Markstrom, though. The Flames netminder away for the birth of his first son with his partner Amanda, so congratulations to the couple. Adam Rzichka, Brett Ritchie, and Connor Mackey all skating as the extras, so no different look to the Flames lineup as they prepare for this three-game homestand. Two of the games coming before the trade deadline. Um, I, I guess it's I guess it's a positive that the Bruins played last night. You hope, but for, I don't know. For, for the Calgary Flames. And it feels like it's probably not going to be an issue for Boston. Yeah, um, they're super deep. And Allmark didn't play last night, so he's going to play tonight. The yep. slam dunk Vesna Trophy winner this season uh, is playing tonight against the Calgary Flames. I would imagine it's Ladar, former team. And again, the old Daryl thing, winning your in in that. Tonight's going to be tough, but it's funny how the perception of this team can change. If they go this week and somehow, some way, beat the Bruins and the Leafs in back-to-back games before the deadline, the text line will be flooded on Friday saying, bye, bye, bye. This team can do some damage in the playoffs. If this team loses the next two games in maybe convincing fashion, mm. you know what we're going to see on the text line on Friday? Trade sell, sell, sell. everybody. Yeah. So it, I think it really does matter what the next two games mean for the Calgary Flames. And I hate the term litmus test because I was so bad in like high school science. Very bad chemistry. I yeah. know your pH levels, man. Yeah, I, I didn't even take. I took. I wasted my time and took biology for some reason. Good for you. And well, my grade eleven biology in- teacher says, George, I have no idea why you took this. You have no interest in this. And I'm like, eh, you're pretty much bang on. <laughs> Good point, prof. Ex- yeah, because I thought I was going to do something smart with my life. Clearly mm. not. So, um, I lost my train of thought now. Yeah, litmus test for the Calgary Flames tonight against the Boston Bruins. What would a win against the Boston Bruins mean to you tonight? Ah, I don't know. Like what would it would it would depend on how the win goes, I think. Like if Convincing. they do it in commanding fashion, like Yeah. Like that win over the over the Kraken before the break. Like sure. that type of win. That would be intriguing, but the thing is like this team is it's not the problem of putting together one good game. It's putting together like multiple good games mm. in a row. So if you can do it, if you can get three wins this week in commanding fashion against three opponents, two of them that are top five teams in the NHL and one of them that you're chasing in the playoffs, then maybe you change my tune a little bit. But until then, I reserve the right to be very judgmental. Mm. Mm. Some interesting musings from the insiders on the pods and radio hits yesterday. Elliot Friedman on the Merrick Show saying that as much as the Flames aren't calling around to move some of their players with term, now that players like Timo Meyer and Patrick Kane and Ryan O'Reilly and Vladimir Tarasenko, etc., etc., are all off the market, teams who want to still buy start to look down the list. Who's on the outside looking in? Who might we maybe be able to pry? This is what Elliot had to say on the Merrick Show yesterday. Who who do we think is maybe not available before, but is on a struggling team, and maybe we maybe we hear what they have to say. Maybe they've changed their mind, or were going to get them to change their mind, or at least try to do it. And I think Calgary is going to be one of those teams. I I think people are going to call them. They're going to look at the standings. They're going to look at their math. They're going to call the Flames, and they're going to say, look. What, uh, are you thinking anything here? What about X guy? What about B guy? 
Elliot, very smart to not uh, throw any names out there because it doesn't sound like there's any bona fide rumors attached. But when you look at guys who have expiring deals, Michael Backlund next year is on an expiring deal. Uh, he does have a modified no trade clause, but I'm sure you could work around there it. There is no way they are trading Michael Backlund on Friday. Lindholm to Foley, Hannafin, Tanev, like Zadorov. Michael Backlund has flames for life vibes all over him. I agree. But these are the t- players that teams would be calling yeah. about. Hannafin? He's also got a modified no trade clause, as does Chris Tanev. Lindholm's not going anywhere either. How would they fill those. the void? Of Lindholm leaving this team. You've just worked so hard to go three deep down the middle. Yeah. And then to just be like, nah, one season didn't work. Yeah. And Lindholm's what? He's a $9 million player? Uh, I have no idea. It's at least eight. Uh, for sure. It would be between eight and ten. Yeah. Probably. Need- I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I- Let's see how next year goes. Because yeah. obviously last year was a career high and he's regressed to the mean a little bit here. But I think he's maybe dropped a little bit below what we expected. Right, but it's also what he means to the team, uh-huh. and he plays in every single situation. He's one of like a dozen guys in the NHL who yeah. do that. Yeah, it's he's an important player. Just saying, don't expect any of them to be moved, but I wouldn't be shocked if there are teams calling to at least um, inquire. We did have a couple of deals yesterday involving Canadian teams. The Leafs supplemented their Ryan O'Reilly trade by acquiring defenseman Jake McCabe and forward Sam Lafferty from the Chicago Blackhawks, as well as fifth-round picks in 2024 and 2025. In exchange, the Leafs send Chicago a top-10 protected first-round pick in 2025, a second-rounder in 2026, and forward prospects Joey Anderson and Pavel Gogolev. McCabe and Lafferty both have a deal a year left on their deals. Also, uh, half of the $4 million salary of Jake McCabe was retained. Kyle Dubas on the deal. Just feeling both players, it, it adds more of what we feel we're going to need to give our group the best chance as we get to get set here from one, clinching our spot in the playoffs, continuing to chip away and get ready for it, and then uh, get ready for the uh, the battle that's to come. Uh, we can continue to push our way and get there. So that's uh, that's where we're at. Pick schmix when it comes <laughs> to uh, Kyle Dubas of the Maple Leafs. Because who knows if he's going to be around. Because yeah. I don't think he can survive another first-round exit. That This could be the time, because much like Brad Tree Living, he doesn't have a contract extension right now. Correct. So if, if they lose in the first round, which is a possibility to the Tampa Bay Lightning, mm-hmm. because this NHL playoff format is a joke, and that was going around Twitter yesterday, too, that the Lightning, Leafs, Rangers, and Devils, two of those teams will be out in the first round. Uh, I think you're missing one. The- Islanders too in there because you mentioned five teams, but yeah. Did I say five or four? There's, there's like six. I'm just saying there's the matchups. Six really good teams. Yeah, the Islanders are not a really good team, but the Leafs, Lightning, Devils, and Rangers. Those are all very good teams, especially with Patrick Kane eventually going to the Rangers. Hurricanes, Hurricanes. Well, I don't think they're going to get knocked out in the first round. Mm. But out of those two matchups, oh, I understand what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Does that seem right to you? No, it doesn't. It should be back. Even the players want the one eight. But matchup. even if it was a one to eight, Listen, you'd Gary's have two at good the teams dome that are tonight. knocked out of the playoffs. Gary's going to be at the yeah. dome tonight. His annual visit to the saddle you dome. He gets stuck in an elevator. Oh, again? I better not. Yeah. So yeah, well, that he should get stuck in an elevator so they can help build a new damn building. It happened last year. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so talk to Gary, old Gary tonight down at the dome. I think I'm going to go to the game with you tonight. Should we try and corner yeah. him? Hey, Gary, 
Come on, one and eight hey, playoff bet. round. Come on, bet dog. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> B-dog. B-dog. Yeah. Betster. I've interviewed him. He's a little man. Okay. Yeah. Great news. Yeah. Elsewhere, the Canucks shed salary. They trade defense and Riley Stillman to the Sabres for prospect Josh Bloom. Stillman was signed for another year at $1.35 million. Canucks had acquired him from Chicago for Jason Dickinson and his second round pick. It's not easy to get out of cap hell. Uh, the Canucks are certainly showing that. Yesterday's action, we'll start with the Oilers and the Bruins. Connor McDavid opened up the scoring with his goal, 49. The Bruins would tie the game moments later, scored a couple minutes later. They led 2-1 to one after 20 minutes of play. But then in the second period, a rare first for Connor McDavid. As Costin gets down to it, takes it left side, in front of the net to McDavid, scores! There's number 50, and this game is tied at two! Fourth straight multi-goal game. Cam Moon on the call up on uh, Ched in Edmonton. Connor McDavid hits 50 goals for the first time in his career. Does it in a losing effort as Pavel Zaka had a, the game winner. The Bruins won 3-2. But good for Connor doing it in his 61st game this season. Yeah, um, again, super serious last night. Didn't even crack a smile on that first goal. Did the excited pump when he got number 50. And that's the one thing that I don't even know was a knock. But people said he needs to up his goal scoring a little bit. Yeah, he's definitely done that this season. And I am kicking myself that Connor McDavid was at one point of the season plus money to win the Hart Trophy. Yeah. Now he's like minus 2,000 to win the Hart Trophy because he's going to win the Hart Trophy. There was a, a month ago he was like minus 150. Yeah, which is... And I was like... Just sold your house and put that on Connor <laughs> McDavid to win the Hart Trophy because it's going to happen this season. And again, he scores 50. He was great last night. But it's what we talked about in the six at the top of the hour. I watched that game last night, and the Oilers were not dangerous whatsoever outside of the McDavid and Drysaddle line. And they, they were they, combined yesterday, right? Yeah, oh yeah, they that were playing the together key. last night. Yeah, And again, it just goes to show the holes the Edmonton Oilers have. And again, you're super jealous because they have those two guys on their team, and they're such incredible game breakers. And McDavid literally dragged that team to the Western Conference Final last season. But again, Ken Holland looks at his team and goes, ooh, kind of thin. Still kind of thin, especially in that bottom six. Elsewhere, Canucks taking on the Stars down in Dallas. Back and forth they went. The Canucks led 3-1 after 20, but Dallas inched their way back into this one. Evgeny Dodonov scored a pretty nice goal in his first game since the trade from Montreal to cue the comeback. This one needed to be decided in overtime. Hughes fires it up the right wing for Beauvillier off the bench. Into the Dallas zone center to Frank Kuzmenko scores! Andre Kuzmenko gets the overtime winner. Mr. Clutch has done it again. The Canucks win in Dallas 5-4. to four. There's any um, glass half full mentality around the Canucks. It has to be the season that Andre Kuzmenko has put together. 28 goals now. That one in overtime is the game winner. Three points each for Kuzmenko, Quinn Hughes, and Anthony Beauvillier. Thatcher Demko also returned to the lineup. 34 of 38 stops for the Canucks netminder in a 5-4 victory over the Dallas Stars. How about the Anya during the the timeout, during the look in the video review? Did you hear that? The what? I the, did see that. The Anya, the music? Yeah. That was great. I thought it was pretty clever by mm. the Dallas Stars to do that. And again, replay just killing the fun out of the game. 
Like the replay went on for like five minutes, so they determined whether or not he had possession over the blue line. Oh, it looked like it was Bavilia. was like, eh, I don't know. I thought it was going to get called back, but I think the rest were like, yeah, let's just give it to him. Let's just get out of here. Let's get out of here. Senators and Red Wings, couple teams trying to claw into the playoffs out east. Final quarter of the season here. Senators really need these points to have a chance against the Red Wings, who they are chasing. Great night for a great game from one of the Ottawa veterans. Lott tapped it over on the right side. Long, long stretch pass over the Red Wing line. Breaking in. Here's a chance. And they score. Claude Giroux broke in and slipped it behind Helberg. First lead of the hockey game for Ottawa. The Senators would go on to win that game by a 6-2 final score. Ken Cal with the call on 97-1. The ticket in Detroit as uh, that is an important one for Giroux. He had four points, his first four-point game in over three years. The Sens beat the Red Wings 6-2 to two and are now five points back of the Penguins for the final wildcard spot. And that's after taking a puck to the bean. Right in warm-up. In, in warmies. Yeah. yeah. Just needs to stand by the net. I take guess. another one off the giblets this, mor- this evening and Deep. another four-point banger, no and, problem. And the Senators think they're in the playoff race. Like the East is the wild card is interesting to watch more so than the yeah. divisions in the West. Because but they, like they play again tonight. Yeah. So if the Senators beat the Red Wings tonight, they'll be tied with Detroit. With even games played. With even games played and only uh three points behind Pittsburgh. Depending on how they for the uh, second wild card spot. Depending on how the Penguins and Panthers game goes. Which yeah. is another proverbial so, four pointer. Because I get, the Panthers are another team that's chasing there. Buffalo's in action tonight, too. Like, the, the problem for Ottawa is there's too many teams to jump. Well, but the, the thing is, too, um, the Senators are, what, seven points back of the Islanders, but they have four games in hand on the Islanders. Not that you're going to win every one of those games to make up that difference, but the Islanders have played four more games than the Penguins, and they're just two points up on Pittsburgh. I think New York has played more games than anybody in the NHL. So huh. they're in a little bit of a precarious spot like there. Like the Sabres are three points back card. of the Islanders and have five games in hand on them. Yeah. It's going to be huge. A, it's going to be a huge... Like, you remember the East last year was set December 1. Yeah. We know who is going to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I much prefer this. Yeah. Even though the divisions are kind of set. They're just jockeying for position. But anyways, uh, Vegas and Colorado in a heavyweight bout. This one in Colorado. Another star doubling down to reach a milestone in the contest. Puck from the right corner. Ranton it across to the left wing side. Feed to the right. Ranton it scores. Wide open net on the cross crease pass. Ranton it second of the game. 2-0 avalanche. 3.40 to go. Second period. An absolutely greasy Back and forth goal. Miko Rantanen gets two in the contest. He now has 40 on the season. Dan DeUva had the call on 98.9 FM in Las Vegas as uh, the Avalanche win that one by a 3 to nothing score, shutting out the opposition. Uh, they, they look good. They're going to win the division. They yeah. jumped over Minnesota. They're now Red two hot. points back of Dallas, and they have two games in hand. And they're doing all this with Okale McCarr. And Gabe Landeskog. And they're, like, scorching hot right now. Yeah. Elsewhere, uh, Mason McTavish, three points. The Ducks beat the Blackhawks 4-2. to two. We've kind of gone over the Western Conference standings. You got it on your phone, too. But tonight's games, mention the Senators. They do have a rematch with the Wings at 5 o'clock. Jets in action. They battle the Kings at 6. Canadians are down in California. They'll take on the Sharks. That goes at 8.30. So four Canadian teams in action, including the Flames 
and the Bruins. As for the playoff race, Wild hosts the Islanders. Predators host the Penguins. Kraken visit the Blues. Elsewhere, Panthers and Penguins play a big one for the Eastern wildcard race. The Sabres battle the Blue Jackets. After this, the Sabres have six straight games against teams in a playoff position. So it's going to be make or break for Buffalo. The Blackhawks and Coyotes also have a game scheduled down at the Mullet. Jays and Braves played a split squad game yesterday. Drew Hutchison and Trevor Richards shaking off the rust. Both got dinged for a couple earned runs against Hutchison over two innings. Richards over just one. The Jays fall 7-0 to the Braves. Jose Burrios is going to start in one of the games today. The Jays play the Phillies and Tigers in split squad action just after 11. John Schneider excited to see Burrios in action after a strong offseason regiment. I think it's almost like Vladdy who kind of has his offseason work that was so good to fall back on and feel confident. Jose's kind of in the same category to where he, he really got after it. Um, he was in the complex all the time in January, so I think he, he has that routine to kind of fall back on. We should get John Schneider on the show. Sure. Works for me. What do you think, Patrick? Hell yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, real quick, too. Uh, the Brave Spring Training Facility is called Cool Today Park. Cool Today Park. Yeah. Not going to be cool tomorrow. Nice, dude. <laughs> so good. Bam. That is was... that in Daryl Sutter's material? By the way, the text is still wait, rolling Wait, everybody in. wait. Everybody wait. Nice. Right. Okay, we can continue. Yes. What did you say? Uh, nothing. Just keep going. <laughs> it's it's, it's unimportant. Did I derail it? No, it's fine. Oh. No, I was just talking about Cool Today Park, and then Patrick talked about it. Yeah, let's get John Schneider on the show before the season starts. The skipper? Yeah. Dib, dib, dib. Seems like a personable guy. I agree. Yeah. His interviews are great. Yep. Uh, from the NFL, the Washington Commanders have cut ties with quarterback Carson oh, Wentz after just one season. Uh, two more years on his deal, but none of it was guaranteed. It does save Washington just over $26 million Ooh. in cap space. Uh, not a surprise. Long ru- rumored move finally comes to fruition. Really looking forward to Taylor Heineke and Sam Howell battling it out for the starter job in yeah. 2023. Well, they got to resign Heineke. Oh, yeah, sure. But, yeah, but you know what? That's a, that's a really good defense. Howell. And they might trade Chase Young at the draft. Ooh. Right, what there's was, a lot of like, whispers what, about that. Second, first overall, like three yeah, years he's ago, hurt a lot. And he was, hurt a lot. Yeah, what was it's so usually ACL too? Like, wasn't his knees? Yeah, maybe he wants to change the scenery because that that D line's already excellent without him. And that yep. that that's a solid team. It's just they're run by that knucklehead. Mm. Jeff so, Bezos will buy him soon. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, no, he's not. He's not interested in buying them because they're a tire the, fire. I thought he was interested. Still. No, he wants to buy another NFL team. Apparently, now that's well, there's the only one for the sale. Well. Aren't the Browns for sale? No, no, no. The Haslam's just bought they a piece bought of the box. Mm. Yeah. 3.5 Look at Patrick and I on this business side of sports. <laughs> we got our finger too. on the pulse. Yeah. Um, Ginger Jesus, by the way, Carson Wentz. Uh, where does he go now? Like, where? The XFL? Like, Backing I can up somewhere. Back up Jordan Love in Green Bay. Woof. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> Woof. Like, because where could he start? Where would he be an improvement? Nowhere. He they <laughs> tried him in Indy that needs a quarterback. In like the, and they got a top five pick or top ten pick. Yeah, They'll get oh, yeah. Stroud or Young or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Young's going number one because the, apparently the Bears are going to trade it. But real quick too, like would would Carson Wentz really be an upgrade on on Wilson in, in the Jets? Don't the no. don't the Jets want something Gino bigger Smith, than that? They want, Aren't they, they bigger? They want, fish? they want Derek Carr. They're going to yeah. go after Geno Smith. They want to bring Geno Smith oh, back. Oh man, <laughs> I don't. I think he's yeah. He's pretty much done. 
from a guy who was going to win the MVP a few years ago when they went to the Super Bowl before Big Blank Nick took over, um, he's pretty much done. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I bet we he's see gonna him. He's going to be a backup this season. He's going to play a couple of games when someone gets hurt, and we're going to go, yeah. oh, I didn't know Carson Wentz played for this team. He should Good go for to him Denver. For still he should holding back the clip. up Russell Wilson in yeah. Denver. That'd be a great situation. Gross. Uh, Raptors in action today. They play the Bulls at 530. Chicago chasing the Raptors for a playoff tournament spot. So something to pay attention to this evening for sure. Locally, I actually have very little of the usual suspects. Uh, Wranglers off until tomorrow. Hitman off until the weekend. Stamps and Roughnecks both quiet. So how about some youth sports? Uh, in men's hockey, the University of Calgary Dinos are going to battle the U of A in three games in the West Final. That's going to go next week in March. Uh, or Pardon me, coming up uh, the 3rd, 4th, and 5th. The women's basketball team has a chance to move into the Final 8 playoff in March. They'll also go up against the Golden Bears for that chance. And the Mount Royal University... Pardon me. The Mount Royal University women's hockey team has a three-game set against UBC in early March for the CW final. So go Cougars. And the AJHL season is wrapping up, too. Uh, Brooks, the top team in the CJHL yesterday. So congrats to the Bandits. In the south, Brooks, Black Falls, Oak Tokes, Drumheller, Camrose, Canmore, and Calgary are all headed to the playoffs. So grab your tickets. They're going to get going in March here. And uh, I know you're listening out there. See if anybody can knock off the Bandits or if they'll win their fourth championship in the last five seasons. That's what I got for some local stuff for you. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, terrific stuff, uh, Maddie. The Rose Report is brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. Are you okay? They'll gladly match that beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street, Southeast. Um, lots to lots to come up, lots to come on the show. David Panyota, fourth period straight ahead. We'll talk some NHL rumors. That's always juicy. Rumor time. Yeah, with David Pena. Um, All Anthony the Stewart, big names are gone. Who else is going to get traded? Uh, Anthony Stewart, the NHL on Sports at the bottom of the hour. Uh, it's in the six o'clock. I told you about Tom Brady apparently wants to try a stand up comedy career. Funny dude. If Daryl Sutter was a stand up comic, give us some material. 960, 960, name and location. And don't forget, tell all your loved ones, everyone who's important to you in your life. That it's impossible flames trivia at 8.30 for your chance to win something. They got to know, man. Yeah. They got to know. Tell everyone you love. Impossible flames trivia, 8.30. Big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.